This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back, everyone. Real quick, I just want to say that this recording is going to be a bit longer. This is a broad subject here, so it will be a little bit longer today, um, but I hope it's worth your while. Today, we are going to talk about what is sin. Um, We're going to specifically focus in on how sin first begins with our sin against God and how that uh, flows down into our relationships with people, into the ways that we think. Um, But first it is, we're going to look at how sin is rooted in our rebellion against God. We are going to read Um, a very long passage in Romans 1, verse 18 through 32, um, but it is all quite relevant to this point. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient in parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. So this is the passage that I want to use to answer the question, what is sin? I think for a lot of us, we still don't fully understand what sin is. Um, And that's not to just fault people. I think many people are trying to really understand this. So I want to begin um, with this passage here, beginning with how sin is always first and primarily defined by our rebellion against God. I think a lot of us really look at our, at our Uh, relationships to one another. And that certainly is also where sin can be seen. But sin is most clearly seen first and foremost in our relationship against God and our rebellion against him. First, we have in this passage, we have suppressing the truth. 
Um, and this God reveals that we suppress the truth about God. We suppress the truth about his, his word, his commandments. And why do we do this? Because we love darkness rather than light. That's what John 3 says. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. That's also what 2 Thessalonians says, looking at chapter 2, verse 11. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false. Why? Verse 12. In order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. We suppress the truth about God, the, the absolute truth of who God is, that he is the one who has utter authority over all of mankind to command man and how to live. Um, and we do not submit to God. We do not turn in submission to him, but we rebel against him. And this, this passage shows us that we ultimately know that God is God. I think a lot of us don't understand this. Even as Christians, God is God. And, and there is a place in all human beings that we ultimately know this, right? That's what it says here in verse 21. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. I think a lot of us operate trying to you know, prove that God is God because so many people in their unbelief come up with these questions. Well, how do you know the God of the Bible is truly the one true God? Because we know that he is because God is God and his authority is clear. And it is ultimately only the sin in us that rebels against God and does not honor him as God. But there's really no question to if God is actually God. We know that he is and we, we rebel against that truth. We, we suppress that truth in our unrighteousness. And out of our desire to suppress that truth, we choose a quote unquote wisdom that is in contradiction to this truth. Choosing ideas or false religions, whatever they are, we choose things in contradiction to God. We choose our own mor morals and we decide to live however we please rather than submitting to God. Um, and we believe that this is a wisdom, but the root of this wisdom, the world's wisdom, is founded upon rebellion against God and trying to live in contradiction to God and succeed. The world is so bold as to even blame God when this fails them, as if God is cruel when they have chosen themselves and their own wisdom instead of God, in spite of God. We exchange the truth about God for a lie. We exchange God for all these false ways rather than have the true morality, the true uh, submission to God, the true God. We exchange him for a lie. This is at the heart of what sin is. We are constantly exchanging the truth in order to get whatever our sin is after rather than submit to the truth of God and walk in obedience to him. And this is what the world is full of today. You know, I think we're pretty, we're, we're easily confused by the world's wisdom um, and even their morality, but we fail to recognize that at the root of all of these things is this rebellion, this exact 
rebellion, this way of thinking to live without God, that you can be moral without God. It's all rooted in this sin nature of rebellion against him. And it's evil. It's not good. It's not, it shouldn't confuse us. It's wicked because it is choosing rebellion against God. These come from that rebellion. And ultimately, this rebellion against God is a rebellion against worship of him and obedience to him. We owe all our worship and we owe all our obedience to God. And we rebel from this. And from this, from this rebellion against God, this is where all of our deception and all of our sin against man flows down. It says in verse 28, since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. The deception begins and ends with choosing to either rebel against God and to have pleasure in unrighteousness or to submit to God and obey him. This is where all deception either begins or ends. And from this, we also sin against one another. It's incredibly apparent today where to where we truly believe that so many of the ways we live today are good and we're we're so kind to one another and really we do, we don't even have the ability to see just how sinful and evil we are to one another i think of the way that we have relationships today we think we're so free you know to have sex and intimacy and all these things outside of marriage and yet we continue to fail to see how we constantly wrong one another how we constantly betray one another and we just make songs about it when in reality we are so evil and selfish both of us against one another continuing to betray each other and we are only just trying to beat each other to the punch of who betrays who first. We're so wicked towards each other. And yet you turn this around and people are trying to constantly portray it as, you know, we, we respect each other to have our freedom and independence. No, we're wicked. And we think that we should approve of others because we want approval for our own wicked desires. And so what we have to see is that all of us are under this sin nature, all of us, whether we will sin differently from each other, but we're all under this sin nature. We are all in rebellion against God. And all of us are deceived in our own ideas, our own ways that are contrary to God. And all of us have to turn to God and submit to him, obeying him this is what repentance is. It is turning from this rebellion against God and submitting to him once again through Christ, Christ being the foundation of redemption. And as we kind of discussed before, you know, we are all in this sin. It, even, even the claims that we have of doing good today, and there are a lot of these claims that, you know, we're good without God and we're doing good without him. Even these claims are nothing more than attempts at this rooted rebellion. They're all rooted in this rebellion against God. Every way we try to choose morality or wisdom or inventions or science, philosophy, idealisms, whatever it is, these are all rooted in this rebellion that is described here in Romans 1, 18 through 32. This is because good, true good is only that which is done in obedience to God. 
All else is rebellion. It doesn't matter how we think this is only that deception because we are choosing to sin against God and choosing to rebel against God. And even our claims of seeking what is spiritual, uh, here's another one, is also nothing more than this rebellion against the one true God. I think a lot of us, again, are very confused by this. So many people are, you know, I've, I've said to someone before, you know, people aren't seeking God. And someone said to me, you know, oh, I don't think that's true. So many people are seeking what is spiritual. Well, the root of the problem there is people are seeking all these things, but yet they're still rooted in rebellion. They're not seeking these things in submission to God, seeking the one true God and to obey him. They are seeking in these things to rebel against God, to seek out spirituality outside of God. That That is revealed to be so evil and wicked, not good. This isn't something that we should applaud. People are, you know, trying to find God. No, people are not. They are trying to do everything they can to have everything that only God offers without God. They're trying to have spirituality without God. They're trying to have morality without God. They're trying to have a happy life without God. This is rebellion. It is sin. It is the root of all evil inside of us. Our sin is always where we are not submitting to God, where we are not obeying God, obeying the word of God and submitting to God through his son, who is our redemption. And in all of our hearts, ultimately, we know that this is true. We ultimately know that we are rebelling against God. Because what does Romans 1 end on? Verse 32, For though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. God's word reveals that at the heart of us, we know that we are rebelling against God and choosing sin and choosing our own way above, beyond God. Sin is revealed most clearly in us by the fact of how ignorant we are of God. We are shown to be entirely dead in our sin by how much we don't know God, by the fact that we have absolute 100% ignorance of God. And we go on to see that our sin is completely exposed and how we are entirely turned away from God. We are completely in rebellion against him, um, completely resisting him. We don't understand God we, and we don't seek God. We certainly do not worship or obey him. We are entirely in rebellion against God. This is what sin is. Um, and it goes on so much more in our sin against one another. Um, there's, there's more so much more to this and what Romans 1, 26 through 32, it goes on to talk about our sin against man more in depth. But this is what our sin is. Our sin is this rebellion, this deadness to God. We are turned completely away from God. And it is this entire turning away that we must repent of and return to God, turning in obedience and submission to him. 
So I hope these things are a help for all of us in understanding what sin is, what it what it really um, comes from, what God is speaking about when he's talking about our sin. We can all look at this passage um, and understand more of what God is calling us to in repentance um, and see and understand more of where the world's sin is coming from, where this morality, uh, these, these ideas, these philosophies, where all of these are coming from, and so that they don't confuse us and discourage us, but we would truly see what this is coming from and trust Christ and continue on steadfastly with him. So I hope you all have a good day. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.